Ladies and gentlemen, Phil, I'll consider you in the latter group. It's good to see you, you handsome gentleman. How have you been? How dare you assume which group I'm in. I'm doing Why don't great. you show me your dong, and then we can figure it out for real. <laughs> dong don't even mean anything now. <laughs> <laughs> you the biggest dong you've ever seen, buddy. <laughs> That's the biggest oh, dong on a woman I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Lord, that lady's packing. <laughs> hey, buddy. It's good to see uh, you, and I'm glad you're packing heat. Yeah. Uh, good to see you, too. Um, what's new? I heard you're going to go to Spain. Yeah, buddy. You. I'm getting ready. <laughs> I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm going on a transatlantic cruise. Can't wait. That's pretty cool, buddy. I've been to Europe like three times, I think. I've never been to spain i've never been to the mediterranean or anything like that so i'm pretty jealous i'm happy for you can't wait i've never been on the iberian peninsula and i'm ready to experience it and i've never sailed across the ocean it's crazy to me that you can sail on a gigantic cruise ship that goes pretty slow but not like painfully slow and it takes you six days yeah that's wild i mean i'm sure that's part of the whole fun right is that the cruise itself is gonna be awesome and then you get the yeah, you know, of course you had to get there. It's legit. Are you um you staying for a while in country? Yes. Yeah, so we're gonna go bouncing around and do the Azores and Portugal and some other different spots around. Of course, as we bop around, and then we're gonna land in legit. Barcelona and stay in Barcelona for another three or four days. That's real legit. You learn boat up on any Espanol? Ah, uh, see, si. I'm gonna do all right. I, I've been to Costa Rica. <laughs> I've been to Costa Rica you before. <laughs> And I, I got around pretty well, so my Spanish is actually pretty decent, uh, but uh, Katie will be struggling. Nice. Well, just like you do the talking. That's right. Just you know? pipe down just, back there. Crazy glue sniffer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Build a model airplane. Anyway, I can't, I can't even finish the thing. I just got back from Utah. It was legit. Uh, I spent like a week there. I really so want to nice. go out there. I've heard it's so pretty. Where were you? What town? Uh, we were in like three different four different spots there's salt lake city moab uh place called springdale which is where zion national park is and then like bryce valley town which is bryce canyon if i had to recommend if i had to just do one i'd probably do moab well i get a moab you got you got three parks right there two of them are national parks it's a cool desert it's a fun town in and of itself you got you can ride atvs you can go mountain biking beautiful big canyons desert kind of environment real nice but it's desert on one side and then you look up to the distance and there's snow-capped mountains picturesque wonderful place how much time do so. you spend in salt lake because somebody just told me the other day that salt lake city is basically dried it's up Towson like, with mountains oh yeah like the uh, salt lake is really in trouble mm-hmm. yeah is- it is uh i didn't know that until i went up there apparently a couple i mean you know the predictions vary but uh I don't know, under 10 years maybe. It might be basically done, I've heard. Does it, it is it visible to the eye, or is it like something that you experience and you can see and say, wow, that's not going to last? Is it like that bone dry? <laughs> there are spots where it looks shitty. Okay. I mean, it looked when I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that is – it looks like a place that's not normally supposed to have water that got flooded. <laughs> like, that's how it looks. Okay. Well, and it's like slowly receding back to normal. But um, I don't know. It so it, it wasn't that is not really the draw of Salt Lake City, ironically, though it's named after that. that it's that it's surrounded by awesome mountains and it's a cool mountain town. It's got a, that kind of vibe. But Salt Lake City, yeah, the actual Salt Lake, yeah, it's definitely drying up. That's and crazy. I don't know. I guess there'll just be a, 
like an in memoriam kind of name for that place. Who would have thought that salt would dry up water? Yeah, I, I never heard of that in my life. <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? What a bizarre <laughs> thing to expect that water might dry up if it's loaded with salt. Um, needless to say, we were blindsided. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, buddy, it's been a long time. I mean, you're still looking more like a cop every day I see you. I'm like, God damn, this guy, this lady with the huge cock looks like a cop. <laughs> but, you think? I got the beard going. It, well, uh, I mean, it, when you have the goatee and the shaved head like that, you look like the dad of a cop. You look like a cop who produces more cops. It's awesome. I'm going for the Stone Cold Steve Austin, but not nearly as cool or tough look. <laughs> <laughs> You're a cop cloner. You look like every cop I'd ever want to get pulled over by, and I'd be like, "Sorry, officer." Right. But even <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm going for. Even still, yeah, <laughs> even still, I got something great for that's so metal, and it's a little bit of a meandering way. So let me just play for you the sound, and I'm gonna have you guess what okay. this is. Right, tell me if you can hear. I'm gonna play this. I've heard you say that a few times. All right, what? Hey. What do you think that sound is? I'm gonna rewind, I'm gonna rewind it a bit. I can't hear it that well, but I'm gonna go with just to give you an understanding, an idea of what it shit sounds like. It sounds like someone fell from a plane and hit a moon bounce. <laughs> okay. That's what I heard. Not I quite. No not quite. It's the sound of a car crusher. Have you ever seen this thing? It's like it actually you put an old car into it and it's just this big grinding machine that spits out tiny little shrapnel pieces of car. I've heard of a car crusher and pretty How metal? Is that car crusher? It's pretty metal to be manhandling metal. Yes, in the crushiest of crushing ways. And it's just flopping around, getting crushed. And I absolutely love the top comment, which is, I showed my car this video. It's never broken down since. <laughs> exactly. Right. This is going to be you, buddy. Can you imagine how dumb a human being would be if they found that? Oh, my <laughs> God. The things coming out of that would be you... so disgusting. Good Lord. Over. Makes well, me think of that. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know if you saw this when you were a kid, but did you ever see that movie? I forget what it's called, but there was a Jackie Chan movie where the bad guys took a guy and they put him in a wood chipper. Uh, no, I don't remember that. Oof. I've seen that in Fargo where they did the wood chipper scene. But... I was in a Jackie Chan movie, and I was a kid. I was probably like 11 or 12, and I was like, oh, my God, the humanity. <laughs> God. Side note, Jackie Chan movies are so great. Rumble in the Bronx still holds up. All that shit he does when he's jumping <laughs> through the ladder, he's climbing it and kicking guys between it. Oh, my God, so cool. Yeah. Yep. It's just goddamn. I thought about that the other day, and I was like, you know what movie fucking rules? <laughs> Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> what made you think of that? I, I really don't know. Probably something I saw. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. What a I great movie. That part. Yeah, Jackie Chan was really yeah. a legend. Oh, hell yeah, he was. He's, as a matter oh, of fact, that should be the That's So Metal. He's fucking metal. Okay. We'll do Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan mm. and a car crusher. He'd find his way out of it. All right, here's the he, deal. He, we yeah. we have been doing Arion stuff for the longest. We did the quarterly review, which my list, of course, dominated yours. And now we got... To actual, we're going back to basics here. We're going back to the OG. I gave you yep. an album to review. You gave me an album to review. I reviewed 
On Lonely Towers by Barren Earth. And you listened to In Contact by Caligula's Horse. And yeah. now we're going to play Rock, Paper, Scissors. Do you want to give me the category to see who goes first? Yeah, okay. How about just um, something a human being could feasibly throw hard enough to hurt somebody? All right, I got one. So right now, right now, you ready? Yeah. All right. Rock, paper, Rock, scissors, paper, shoot, scissors, anything shoot. you want to do, a dart. Do. Spiky pineapple. I said a dart, I win, 100%. A, I mean, a dart? A regular metal dart right in your fucking head. I don't think it would go through your head. I think it's stuck in your skull. Well, yeah, it, yeah, it wouldn't get uh, through your head, but if I hit you in the eye, it's over. Whereas you hit me with spiky pineapple, I'm just <laughs> bruised and upset a little. It would break a note. All right, I'll give a dart that had the, uh, the All right. edge. Let's just, yeah, that, that uh, you... I was going to say, if you're going to try to take the opposite position on that, let's just go ahead and say we're going to line up and you get to pick either have a dart thrown in your head or a pineapple, and you get to pick first. What are you picking? So that's it. End of story. All right, I won. <laughs> I want you to go first because I'd like to hear what you have Breaking to say news. about this album I gave you because I'm by curious. So go ahead. I hate it. Okay, um, whenever, okay, let me jump right into it. So, Caligula's, Caligula's Horse, a band from Australia, is my understanding, who, that place keeps churning out fucking gems in terms of metal bands, but we'll say that. Um, yeah, and in fact, fact, in fact our, we do have the lead singer from Australia. He's, he's here, I'm going to interview him, but I can only do one person at a time, so you got to step out, let him come in and... He's going to tell us what he thought about the first track, the opening track called Dream the Dead. Here, here he comes. He's coming in. All right, CFL, I'll get you back in a second. All right, see ya. Oh, hey, man. How you doing? Hello? Uh, can, can you hear me? Can you hear me over there in Australia? <laughs> I... Yes, I can. I, I, I'm going to speak in... I'm going to speak in the most stereotypical accent uh, from my country as I can. Well, your we name music. Your name is Jim Gray, which is a pretty American name, but I'm glad you're speaking in your native tongue. So, Jim, tell me about uh, what you thought about the opening track of your album, In Contact. I, I, I was drunk when I made that. That's right. I swear to on South Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Southern Australia. I'm from Arkansas, Australia, are you? That's, that's, interesting. that's very interesting. I don't know if you don't know there's an Arkansas in Australia. Okay, all right. All right. Thanks I for your time. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Phil back in. I'm gonna okay. bring Phil back. Okay, see you, Jim. Bye. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm back. Sounds like you guys had a riveting and insightful conversation. How could you hear that? Um, I just you know I could tell. I just saw the joy on your face, and I knew that was very productive. All right, good, <laughs> yeah, good, good. Tell. Okay, great. So tell me what you thought, Phil. All right, so these guys, I've heard about these guys before. I thought I even recommended an album to you from them, and you were like, oh, I didn't hear it, and then thought, I guess I got the vibe that you thought they were like an okay-ish band, so I was a little surprised that you recommended them, but I don't know, maybe it made it up in my head. I think your memory's Anywho. wrong about that, because I've known about this okay. album since it came out, and I've been boners about All it. Right. Maybe I totally just made it up. Okay, so Dream the Dead. Okay, these guys have such a cool jazz guitar approach to metal it's almost like if you gave joe satriani and then you mix them with the guy from chevelle because i feel like i hear some 
Chevelle sounding stuff in this, particularly in the really? second track. But let's start with number one. Very interesting. Okay. Dream of Death. I, I don't know. There's just certain things he says. I'm like, that sounds like the guy from Chevelle. But anywho, uh, a beautiful guitar. Uh, again, jazzy. But I, I think what really grabs you about Dream of Death is when he's the chorus. Leave us to Dream of Death. It's that high falsetto. And um, it does not feel like it's eight minutes long. A lot of these, and I'll, there's going to be a big one coming up towards the end here, at the end. Um, that also flows well. And I think that says a lot about a band, because songs can get pretty fucking old fast if they're not keeping me interested. So anyway, this one being an eight-minute banger, uh, a little surprising, but it's a very good song. Uh, and I think it gives you a nice taste of their sound. Apparently, this is a concept album, as a side note. And I, I'm not sure who's doing what apparently it's like four different people but um in this one yeah it's, it, it gives you that that smooth vibe and then it, it hits you with a couple different um those chords where it's like duh, 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 duh. and um i just feel like they mix it well enough that it's like almost not metal but it definitely is and i think it's a good opener had, it's not on my top three but had, like it. had you heard this album before i referred it to you no I okay not. i heard cool. um Bloom, I think they have one or something from there. Did, and then, did you get a hair of a Voyager vibe like in the first track? This part kind of the, um, the levity of the vocals. I can see Voyager maybe. There's a part where it um, and that sounded a little bit like Voyager. Uh, there are parts where I can, yes. I can pick out, now that you say that, that sure, I can see that. Okay. Uh, so yeah, not, not crazy comparison. Okay, so anyway, that's a very good song. It does not feel eight minutes long. In fact, when I listened to it again like a couple days ago, I, for some reason I didn't think it was eight minutes. I looked at how long it was, I was like, what? Yeah, so, yeah, it just flows anyhow. really well. So then the second right. track so, is Will's Song, 443. Will's Song, Let the Colors Run, a short one. This one is a great song. This could be a single. Um, just that part where it's like, you best run home, boy. Sounds cool, badass. And then the way he's, it's like a driving chorus. I see, it's, I said, I, I'm the flame that lit the way. Um, uh, you, feed, you feed and grow by my will. It's, it's so driving, it's intense. It's a little antagonizing. And I think that's cool. That that shows that um, you know, these guys do have a little bit of you know sack, a little bit of grit. Yeah. So anyway, um, catching yourself. And this is the one that reminds me of Chevelle for some reason. I think the way he says, "I am the flame that looked at that that part seems like like a new metal, post grungy kind of band could sing that, and you know, it would sound natural. Because it's kind of bre- um, because it's kind of breathy. I don't know. Maybe it's just the sound of his voice, and it's the aggression. There's a little bit of aggression, maybe a little bit of angst. Got it. You know. Uh, anyway, I don't. Know. But well, um, probably most just that I think he sounds like the guy, like subjectively. Um, but badass song, catchy, quick hitter, comparatively so, but like it a lot. I still wouldn't put it in my top three. I'm gonna just say right now that I really love this album. Uh, Good. I, I do tend, I do tend to get into it. Like, before I say how I actually thought about the album. Um, so, I'll be on that. But um, basically, all my notes are just like, I, I like this part. I like this part. You know? so <laughs> that's, that's all right. Well, then, yeah. then let's go to the next one yeah. then. The hands are the hardest. 
Diamond, right, diamond hands. Like, These guys were AMC uh, <laughs> buying stock when they needed that diamond hands, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I, I'll do a little bit more of a slower deep dive. I kind of gloss over the first two, but this one I think is so pretty. I love the beginning, that bang, bang, that little strum. And the guitar, and the way it kind of just that, it stops and starts. It's almost like a flicking of it. It's just such a cool, unique yeah. sound. Right. And that, yeah, that, dun, that, dun, 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 that's a that main riff is absolutely wonderful. Um, so and just the way he sings is catchy. I've had the the line, the hands of the hardest in my head, ever since I heard it. You know, I'll just randomly just sing. You know, the hands are the hardest. Cool. Just going around throughout your day. <laughs> but it's pretty. It's about a guy getting sober. You know, the lyrics are, he says, "I'm sober, never shown quite so bright." Calling me blind, just empty glass on canvas. Um, I don't know if hands are the hardest means like you're shaking your hands, you know, the shakes maybe, you know, like still, making your hands still, having that side effect go away is the hardest part. I don't know, whatever. It's a gorgeous song, wonderful, it's catchy. Um, I fucking love it. And if it's part of the concept of that, I'm guessing it's a guy who got sober. But um, fucking love this song. It's a top three song for me. Cool. And I, I don't know, do you like it? I mean, how do you feel about this one? It's tough for me to pick. I've, I've had my top three kind of oscillate a lot, it, although I know my number one for sure has always been the same. But the, the top two and three yeah. after that have changed, and we have not, uh, not yet got to my top one. So I'll fill you in when that okay. is. But I really do love the opener, i got to say. That kind of goes in and out of mine. But this is a great one, too. Yeah. The way he says that, leave us the dreams of it's so, it's so pretty. It just feels so, it's hypnotic. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do feel that way. Um, I listen. I listen to it. This is probably my fifth listen. I did it one more today while I was doing the, the lawn, so just to get a nice refresher. And that that was um, standing out to me a lot. So we go into "Love Conquers All," really mm-hmm. short one. Um, uh, just a pretty, cool, jazzy, relaxing song. You should probably listen to it. If I were you on the on your cruise, when you're settling down at night, it's a nice maritime kind of vibe for me. I think. And only two minutes uh, and twenty one seconds long. They have this very wonderful flow of the album with starts with a long one, transitions into a shorter one, and then pretty much the same, and then now a really brief one up back into a seven minute. It's it's got they have a really nice flow to this album. I feel. There's a good flow. I I I. I, it's hard to um, make albums like <laughs> I, I feel like if I made an album, I would have shit all over the place. Like yeah. when you actually listen to it all the way through, like this thing's a fucking roller. I can't keep up. I'm slamming my head against the wall. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like a pinball. But um, so it takes a it's an art. It takes a good ear to really know what 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 to put where. So anywho, pretty song. Not a whole lot to say. Your computer fucking blows, your phone blows, everything sounds shitty, and it's because of your big stupid face, but I love you anyway. So eventually, you will be able to be heard again. I'm going to mute you until everything catches up, because you're an idiot. Can you hear me? All right, there we go. Hey, hey Phil, welcome back. I don't know. We were good until we weren't. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I just—I'm on the Wi-Fi. I turned it off the Wi-Fi. I got better. I don't know. Anyway, 
So we're at Love, we did Love Conquers Aubrey, writing the songs for no one at a 7 minute 43 runtime. I fucking love this one. Yes. I, this one is like lyrically one of my favorites. Um, so it has so many parts where it's catchy and pretty. So I love when he says, um, let me be open arms. And then he's like, let me be And then um, when he says, bring me home again. So we reach for the longest shadow. That part too. Just two parts that could be choruses on, in, in and of themselves in the same song. It's big. It's a winner, man. This, this was the great song. This was the first one that when I got to it, I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna have to listen to this album again." This was, this was kind of the point oh, where yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, this is good. I love this song." Yeah, just like, um, okay, what he says there. There's life in the uh, song "Songs for No One." I think that's so cool. Yeah, it just it kind of harkens. I don't know. It harkens to me the idea that um, if you let's say you do a good deed and no one knows that you did it, right? Like things of virtue are not of virtue because they're on display for other people. You know what I mean? Right. And so, like, you know, and so I think it's a great message. It's a great thing to remind people of. I think it's a beautiful line and a really catchy, badass song. Do you... I love it. I love it. Do you experience a sense of swagger or bravado with the the vocal style? This guy strikes me as a guy who would be not showfully cool, but just reeking of being so cool like the way the performance of this song in particular it just has like a swagger to it i think i um i think that's part of the flow i I think it's like i said there's two different parts that are really catchy um it's like it's almost like they know they got two like catchy as shit parts and they can just whenever they want whip it out you know it's like yeah so i guess in a way you know Uh, so yeah it just flows great it has a, it's groovy shit. This is the top three, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the last one, there's two that I'm like, uh, I really like both, but it's, I really, I, I was that, up until even today, I was oscillating between them. But anywho, great song, top three. Um, just the way Emily says, bring me home. Bring me home. How do you not sing that? Mm-hmm. So, fucking great song. And I'm not saying a whole lot about the music itself, because I, I'm just gonna keep repeating myself that it's it's like a heavier J. It reminds me of that band um, Atlas Nova, a little bit, but, or like Joe Satriani, that prog, jazzy, um, almost nerdy kind of fucking um, metal. I mean, I, I call it metal. We call it prog rock if you want. But um, or no, the band is Scale the Summit, and they have an album called Atlas Nova that's amazing. But Scale the Summit, they have a lot of it's a similar band to this, and they. They're mostly instrumental, but very similar to that. In fact, I have a song called Odyssey that I want you to hear. But anyhow, that's neither here nor there. Let's jump into Capulet. The only thing about Capulet um, that I would create, which it's a nice song, but the only thing I would say is I feel like it's bringing you down purposefully a little bit like it's adding some some levity or some, yeah, some levity to it. But I feel like we already kind of accomplished that with Love Cockers All a little bit. So it's a little bit of like another slow one. I think he could have squeezed in, fill my heart, and then did Capulet, maybe. Like, give me, give me two, and then bring it back down, you know? But minor critique, it's still a lovely song. Um, 
It says, if you're having to find a place, your words to lay every human to sleep or wakes your world, it's you. So that, the reason I say that is because I, I was like agonizing over the lyrics. I'm like, what? Are, who were they talking about? You know, mm-hmm. this is a concept album. You know, I'm trying to figure out what they're talking about. But um, so I don't know if you have any insight on what that's about. I tried to look it up, but um, it's a pre-song. But I kind of don't. It's good, but I'm kind of just nodding along until I get to fill my heart. Which is one of the two where I'm like, oh, maybe this is my other three, other one in the top three. Th- this one so, is borderline top three or no? Yeah, fill my heart. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, fill my heart. It's okay, I see. For me, Capulet is in and out of the top three. I like it a lot more than Love Conquers All. Okay. Yeah, for whatever reason, this one stuck with me when I first heard it, and it bounces around. I just think the vocals are really highlighted perfectly here. It's simple, it's clean, and it's quick. Um, but let's go to Fill My Heart because that's another that's got a lot in it. Dude, I just love it has this slow developing like pretty like ethereal kind of vibe and the way he says and the two of them stood the way he sings that it sounds breathy it's, it sounds like you know the clouds dude. it's just it's so pretty man and um the part one the part that really made me go oh might be my top three. When, when he says, um, if only I could squeeze blood from that stone, mm-hmm. the way he sings that, God, it's so hypnotic. I mean, I'm like, and, and we can all relate to that in some way. He basically, if I could try to do the impossible here, right? Know? Right. Um, so you can apply to whatever, and it's just so perfectly sang. I mean, they just really, there's so many lines on the album where they just, it's, it's the guy's voice, it's the vibe. I mean, that, I mean, and it's just, it's just. I just think these guys know exactly what they were doing on this album. They knew exactly what vibe, what theme, what mood, and that I just love it. I love that part so much. That's, that's what when I'm on the my fence or the fence, um, I go back to that, and then the two of them when the way he sings that, and I think no, this is definitely top three. But oh, there's there's a there's a banger coming up that I'm like, uh, uh. yeah, anyway, we still haven't gotten to my so, number one yet. <laughs> Yeah, we might have the same. We might be talking about the same thing. I but. suspect we are because it's just an epic. So, with respect, with respect to this song in particular, though, I'm going to share something with you that I have no idea if you'll agree with. But in the same way that I feel like Dance Gavin Dance has this total kind of like immersive experience of everything is culminating in the right way, I feel the same way about this band. But it's like 50% of the amount of stuff going on in Dance Gavin Dance. It's like, it's, and do you agree with what I'm saying? Do you, can you can you appreciate what I'm saying? I guess. You're saying this is a, a little more complicated musically and uh, thematically, and they make it sound as they nail it as well as Dance Gavin Dance. Exactly does. right. So there, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, absolutely. It, it's it's a progressive metal album. It's definitely definitionally more complicated probably but yeah it's it, there's more going on and it's 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 wonderful man these guys are absolute experts at what they're doing cool man i'm really glad you love it i love this album so let's go to the, the spoken yeah, well, the, the spoken yeah. word out the spoken word song of track eight i thought was you know pretty poetic and interesting and i don't know i, I don't really even skip over it like when i listen to this whole album i let it go i, I love his passion and his voice at the end I'm pretty hit or miss on this. Sometimes I'll let it go. Sometimes I'm like, nah. Right. <laughs> I'm going to give it back to the music. <laughs> well, when I first heard it, I was, um, 
don't know. I try to be. I like to think of myself as a really open-minded, uh, dispassionate guy when it comes to things. I'll, I'll give anything a chance. But when I first heard this, I was working out. And I was like, "What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> what, is what is this? Is that? I, didn't, I almost didn't even think it was the ad. Like I thought it was something happened. Like it was like like is there know, an ad? You don't, yeah, is there an ad in Spotify or something like that? Yeah, or something like that. Or still, like did it switch over to some bullshit on TikTok or something? somehow and i was like what the fuck is that and then i i went i was like oh it's part of the thing it's a concept i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot but yeah i agree it's poetic it's, it's passionate um, and again I, I i don't want to diminish these guys um you know uh, idea behind this album like, this obviously was put in here for a reason you know and the, it's a very self-reflective album so i give credit or give the respect it's due because it's a, a hell of an album but I don't always listen to it. Got it. Then let's go to the Cannon's Mouth, because that's another cool one. Track nine. A uh, cool song. Not in my top three, but for sure cool. I like the way he sings. Um, I like how it gets pretty heavy. This is a fairly heavy song. Um, and there are crunchy parts. And I fucking love um, when he says, Prove you can be the force, fed war, and spit peace. And they're screaming at it. Fed war, spit peace. And um, I thought that was so badass, man. It me off, it caught me off guard a little bit because I hadn't seen that level of aggression in this album yet. And um, it, you know, like I said, I mean, I know they did have a little bit with that song, um, Will song, but this one was like, I'm gonna kick your ass. You know, it was a little bit surprising to me, mm-hmm. guys. Uh, it's a good song. But the bad, we're gonna get right into the last one. Yeah, here. buddy. Braves or not the last one. Depending which one you're listening to, because I had one called. When I listened to this on Spotify, there was one after Graves. But yeah, Atlas. Anyway, but there's a there's a yeah. the, the last proper song on the album is Graves, and it's really mm-hmm. cool and I think pretty awesome that you and I both find that to be the best song on the album because it's 15 minutes <sighs> long and there's so yeah. much. But God damn it, is it good? It's got to be one of the few, if maybe the only except for some i'm sure something from the between the bear to me uh 15 minute long song is where i put it right back on after i listened to it mm-hmm. but normally i'm like well thank god that's over it was good but jesus christ <laughs> but this <laughs> this is not like that man there is a lot going on here it's pretty it's sad i don't know if you've ever read the lyrics um it's obviously the first part about him having a child and um or the character having a child and when he says um, I don't want it to be like me, or what if he's like me? And he goes, me! And then the fucking guitar takes off, and they blend together, and it's just soaring, and you're like, oh, man, this is cool, this is fun. I mean, these guys, you know, obviously they're taking it very seriously, but that's a fun thing to do. That's just like, we're gonna make this sound fucking cool. I yeah, mean, let's make it interesting. And just, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of fucking around and having a good time with your album. Um, and then it gets inten- just absolutely gorgeous lyric after lyric after lyric um and then god towards the end so i don't like also the, the music is wonderful I mean, I yeah the really guitar is just incredible call. here i mean oh, yeah. this soaring guitar on the intro part here sets this table so yeah that's the, the main riff is oh, yeah. absolutely um okay there's a part where something yeah we are the fire that whispers our mother's words the way they way he sings that part yep. is great it's, it keeps you captive, captivated, and it does not feel one good like a 15-minute long song. That's, I, that's so cool that that's your favorite one because I play this one 
all the time. Uh, like, I, I, like I'll put it on when I'm about to get in the shower, and then you know it's like by the time I'm done and leaving the bathroom, everything's been dealt with, and it was the best song, and I'm out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, there's yeah, a, yeah. you know, it just I love this song. Well, and the part where it's another part song where they scream a little bit, where they do a handshake stone. Yes. Which is another cool line. Basically, it's like he's he's got a lot of flaws, and it's sort of tragically in this song, he's imprinted some of those flaws into his child. It's like, I think it's like a violence thing, you know? He's, um, it doesn't go into a lot of detail. It's kind of a little bit like domestic violence. You know, he's like, sad about that. But then it says reconcile at the end, so maybe not. Anyway, uh, it's great. I, I, it's funny, it's daunting when you see this, the runtime, you're like, oh, uh, and then you start, start playing, you're like, well, this part's good. I'm like, well, this part's good. This, and then it gets great. And you're like, I'm just going to fucking see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so, that's so. so cool, man. Really great. So overall, like an A, I mean, A plus even? I would, I would give it an A plus. I'll give it an A plus. The only thing I, I would criticize a little bit was, was the placing of Capulet. And every once in a while, I'm not really feeling that spoken um, uh, inertia of the, and a weapon against the wall, but whatever. That, those are pretty, pretty minor, I would say. So I'll give it an A+. Definitely a great album. Uh, recommended to people. I'm glad you recommended it. A soft one, relatively speaking, from you. Yeah, so and, ve- and very approachable. Like, if you're kind of just getting into metal or you're not really into the heavy stuff, but you're like some stuff that tingles the brain, this is a great yeah. one. Tingles the brain, not, not the balls. Maybe a little bit of both. You never know. I mean, if you're into that, it's cool, but... Awesome. All well, right. I am relieved. Yeah. I am very relieved to hear you say that, my friend, oh, yeah? because yeah. I had no idea if you would like it as much as I do, and it sounds like you do. So, yeah, it's, it's great. are you ready at this juncture, Philium, to hear my... I am. I wanted to, I wanted to say I am ready, but I, I wanted to say I felt a little bad recommending to you and telling you that it was like amorphous opethy because it's a lot more doom oriented than those guys in my mind i wanted to give you i should give you a heads up on how much doom style is in this yeah so i you know me i'm always gonna be like i'll tell you kind of how i feel about it and then i try to make it somewhat interesting for someone who's listening and sometimes that means i'm a little more critical than i maybe should be but it's just I think it makes it more interesting and I am kind of looking for reasons to highlight what it is I feel could have been improved or whatever so my my overall takeaway is I I like this album I don't necessarily love it and the reasons are somewhat backloaded meaning okay I really enjoyed the front half which is decidedly more amorphous and some opeth vocals mixed in and track three by the way is like a complete Dan Sueno ripoff of Witherscape and Nightingale if you I mean and ripoff in a good sense like an homage I should say yeah, not yeah, a ripoff yeah. it's it's an it's there's a lot of influence of stuff I love all garbled up in the first three kind of legitimate songs and the back half of the album really slows down and gets doomy and I feel too long and I don't I mean, given that I gave you an hour long album that has a 15 minute closer that I love 
I just didn't, it didn't captivate me and keep me engaged the way that Caligula's horse did. And I don't know why that is necessarily, but if I, 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 if I were them, I would have tried to find a way to take aspects of the last like four or five tracks and mush them up into one or two shorter songs. Do you think I'm saying anything unfair? Um, no, I don't. I mean, it depends on if, if you, uh, if subjective, if you think it's too long or not. I wouldn't say it's unfair because they are long. You got a, an 11 minute, or 7, 7, 11, or 12, to 8, 11, to another like 8 minute song, the number 11 minutes. So it does, without warning, extend itself. Random boner, totally. Yeah. Right in the middle of the album. But I don't mind it. Took me a couple times to listen to it to really love it. I don't know how many how many times did you listen to it? Maybe maybe you gave it a lot. No, I listened to I listened to it probably seven or eight times all the way through. But and and I had a weird experience with it. Like the first time I listened to it, I was working and it was just kind of on the background. And I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. And then I listened to it when I was working out and I could actually listen to it more. And I was like, what am I saying? It's not boring. There's a million things going on in here. It's definitely not boring. But then I and then I was like, oh, this is actually really, really good. And then I, the, the more I listened to it, I was like, well, no, I, I don't think it is really, really good. I think the beginning half is really good, and then the back half wanes. I just think that it kind of drones because they have these longer, doomier sections that just you wait to get to the payoff. Does that make sense? Look, yeah, it's like we said. With, remember we, we said before with doomier stuff. If it's if you're liking it, it's great. If you're not, you're waiting for it to be done right. to get to something else. Yeah. Right, and and I and I don't know that I even like wait for it to be over. It's just that I wait for the catch hook, and then I get distracted. Like my mind just disappears. I'm not focusing on the music anymore, and then my mind comes back to it when there's a cool section. So let me. That said, I don't dislike it. So in the first track, Howl. I really like the different styles of blend. A little bit of Opeth growls, some definite amorphous riffing, cool cleans, beautiful vocal style. Great, great cleans. Some guttural, some fast, some slow. Really cool progressive mashup. I like Howl quite a bit. Definitely would be in my top three. Then okay. it, then it goes into. That has a doom section. Sorry, guys. It does at the end, and they, they compress it in. It's only five and a half minutes. You know, there's a mm -hmm. doom element, but there's also variety around it which I like. The second main song is called Frozen Processions. Made me think of Dan Sueno and songs from the band Nightingale. Do you know Nightingale? Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, heard, a couple, uh, I've heard a couple songs from a couple of their albums. He's like, that's like his rock outlet, not the metal yeah. version of Witherscape. So for me, this song is a really cool blend. It sounds like, here particularly. Yeah, it's like it's like the guitar riffs of Witherscape with the sing his clean singing style. So, re really like it. Um, let me go on to track four here, which is the third kind of song I'm playing. A shapeless derelict. I say this is third track. Really starts out pure doom. A shapeless derelict starts to get a little longer here. The songs start to draw on. Has a really cool chugging riff, then cool Opeth and Ackerfeld esque growl section. What do they say? B all and all. B all and yeah. all. With that fucking double bass drum. Yeah. I said 
cool song, but didn't move me as much as the first two, but still a cool song and definitely has some, some cool parts. And this is kind of hard part. Good song, not a great song in my opinion. Cool song, not a perfect song. Next song is Set a Light. Set a Light is track five. Big time sucker for the question. Oh, excuse me. I'm a big time sucker for the question answer usage of the cleans and the growls. I know I've talked to you about this before on other episodes, but I really mm -hmm. like this song because they do that question answer point counterpoint of the clean with the growl. And psychologically there has to be something to that where it's like mm -hmm. that question answer or question resolve whatever that is that kind of conversational one way and then the other that to me is like crack in in these songs so uh set a light is in my top three probably would have been my number one if it was a little bit shorter i think it's just a hair too long I think it has a really awesome overall bass riff that kind of pushes it through to the chorusy sections. I wrote, if a little tighter, would have been my favorite. So at this point in the album, we're probably, oh, we've, we've hit my top two favorite, Howl and Set a Light. And then my third is Chaos, The Songs Within. But On Lonely, on Lonely Towers and The Vault, are really thick pieces of bread to get to chaos of songs with it. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Where, I, uh, okay. where do you come down on what I'm describing? Like, are you, is Lonely Towers your favorite? Like, I mean, I could see that, I guess, but it's really rather long. That's sort of ironic because Lonely Towers is the only one that I'm like, ah, uh, it's a little, it's a little flat. The rest don't really feel that slow to me. I can understand that if it's not gravity and you have to listen to something for 11 minutes, it's not gravity. It gets pretty tedious. 11.52. This is, this is 12 yeah. minutes. Like, yeah, so to, this one... To me, this song is I, the way they would end a set. It ends really... It culminates at a cool place where it's all coming to a head, but it should have been four and a half minutes earlier. But I... Um, it is the only one that I feel a little slow. I... This one, regarding the last one, the vault, I like that one a lot because that main riff, it, it's like it, will, it'll, it again, I guess applies when we say if you like it, if you like what they're doing, yeah. it's okay that it takes a long time. That main riff, that dun, 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 that it's tragic, it, it's just setting this intense atmosphere. So I don't mind it, but I, I, but I we talked about it before, I, I don't really love primordial. So all their songs, I'm like, oh, I'll be done. I mean, I, I get why people like it, but I'm done. And so, um, I mean, you're not even being that harsh on this, but for whatever, you know, sometimes if, if, it's, not, yeah, if it's not hitting you, it's just going to drag a little bit. Just like yeah, yep. I, I think we're seeing it the same way. On Lonely Towers is definitely not my favorite, and it's a little too long. has some cool sections, but if I were doing any production for these guys, I would have said... Trim this one by like four minutes and then give me some more of that creative, crazy, wacky shit like Howl and Frozen Processions with all of it mixed into the soup in the back half of the album. Because the back half of the album really does just go 
straight Doom. Satellite, On Lonely Towers, Chaos of Songs Within, and The Vault are all just Doom songs. And there's nothing wrong with Doom, but they obviously have the ability to do other stuff, and I would have liked it more mixed in. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. I, I could, uh, that makes sense. Now, Chaos the Songs Within is my third favorite. Even though it's later here, it's only seven and a half minutes long. And I just love, like really, really love the Ackerfeld-esque growls about midway through this song. The, this guitar riff right here, too. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, 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 it's all stringy, but it has another question. Yes. Something that's not. I'm not saying. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to talk about it. I knew that was that. Uh, it reminded me of a lot of water shows. Okay. That, I guess, it's so familiar. God. It also reminds me a little bit of Devin Townsend. Like, I see Devastation. It's one of those albums that. Mm hmm. Where he said a lot of crazy shit, but. Um, that's a great. I like that one a lot. My top three is Frozen Processions. I like uh, Chaos and Songs and I love Sunlight. It, it, so, so we, we have two of the same three. I just have Howl instead of Frozen Processions, and not by much. Right, right. So it's interesting to me that The Vault you kind of stuck up for, but it's not in your top three. It's it's not. It's just it's an yeah, okay it's song. Right? Yeah, it's. I uh, I think it's got a really it's got some great mid song like. Froggy riffs to it. It's, I think it's really fun. Uh, then it goes back to that and the doomy stuff. But hey, I think that song gets pretty wild in the middle. And I, I don't know. I love. I was digging it. You got to be in the mood for that length. Where would you? I mean, do, would you give this an A plus? Do you think this is as good as In Contact? I like this album, man. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it an A plus. Wow. Okay. See, for me, I'm a B, B plus ish. And only, okay. I don't know if it's even fair to say it, but it's like, I was listening to it thinking, I don't know who I would recommend this to. If you're a fan of, Cata excuse me, if you're a fan of Amorphous, you're gonna like the first, like, you know, five minutes. Uh, if you're a fan of Dan Sueno, you're gonna like the first 10 minutes. If you're a fan of Opeth, you'll like 30 second snippets throughout if you're a fan of Doom, My Blood of Valentine, you'll like like the last three songs. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it was mixed up enough in a way that it was, I don't know, I guess that's what they're going for, right? They're going for prog and they're going for mixed up elements, but yeah. it just didn't have, whereas when I referred you in contact, I felt like that thing had a consistent vibe and flow the whole time that just kind of, waxed and wane and this one was a little bit more of an abrupt like oh okay this is definitely different than the last one like, really different. yeah it's a it's definitely a shift um big time like this <laughs> I, I know what you mean because you got some really it starts off really catchy first and procession is a really catchy song and then shapeless bear looks not yes catchy song no uh, I do like 
I love when it's like a flush of a lie. Flush is a lie. It's fucking cool. But it's not the same vibe as Shameless Taylor. I didn't mind that, but if you if you felt it was uh, not consistent or maybe not not even that necessarily the consistency, it just it was yeah, too abrupt. It wasn't enough of a like a gradual change, you know. I, I am almost entirely sure the band like talent level is way up there I mean vocals are great guitar skills are there it's just I don't know if it's like direction that I didn't really I don't know man. what would like you... the blockbuster movie just got a lot of good actors that just didn't land <laughs> right right I, I don't really know what else to say other than I liked it but I didn't love it and there were times where it just made me think I'd rather go listen to OPEC or I'd rather go listen to Witherscape and in fact yesterday when I was listening to it in the gym I was like I'm going to pause this song and listen to a Witherscape song real sick because it, it's like I don't know I don't know if that would be offensive or insulting to them or or okay and and also I'm curious how does this stack up to the other ones because you were considering giving me another one is there more cohesion in other ones or is this their best one in your opinion uh-huh. I really like Complex and Cages a lot, but that's another one with some short ones and then a lot of long ones. It's not as, it's not as, maybe if this album was jumbled up a little better, it wouldn't even be that. Like, you put Hal right towards the end. Yeah, that's what I'm but saying. Because, I, I think they just didn't yeah, mix it up right. Because Complex and Cages has, I'm looking at it right now, six minutes, four, six, seven, five, ten, eight, or seven, forty-five, six, five. Yeah. So it's like short, short, long, long, short, short. So I mean, maybe that I, I would have. I do think it's not necessarily the same composition uh, track lengthwise as the other one. So maybe maybe I should have went with their uh, complex pages. I was pretty close to that. Is the quality as good though? I mean, the production's really good. The music sounds great. The singing's yeah. amazing. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna check it out. Because I mean, I, I'll say this too because I don't want you to. I mean, not that you said you would, but I don't want you to give up on Baron Earth. A lot of people like Confidence Cage is good, and I haven't really listened to this album, but a lot of people have a huge boner for Curse of the Red River. That's like, a lot of people say that's their favorite one. Um, but a lot of people say, like, Two Towers, I or Lonely Tower. I only listened to the two of them, and I went to the one that was better. Maybe I should listen to the four, or all of them, give you the one that was the best, but I just didn't. I'm curious. Um, so I'm going to learn how it was strong enough that it needed to be on here. But let's do this. Uh, as an aside, we'll both listen to First of the Red River, and we'll have a side banger about how we feel about that. Just, you know, just on top. Well, you shouldn't. That's my side. Yeah, that's mine. Well, they're you pretty much universally beloved on a Psychopedia Metallum. I, I never would have thought that they are such... Every album is like 87, 74, 88, 85 for this site. That's like... I was going to say, that's pretty hard praise for that site. They trash. They trash albums on like, what the fuck is Yeah, that's... They trash albums like 40%. That's Cox Auburn for his friggin' that, for that site. And that's yeah, like, saying something. So, all right, well, I, I don't know. I feel like I was... If, you had, if we had recorded this episode two weeks ago, I would have been so much more bullish on this. And then today, it's just for whatever reason, when I listened to it, I was just kind of, you know, the other day, I was just kind of like... It's kind of like nothing. I just kind of like nothing. It was just kind of like nothing. Um, um, 
So I think maybe yeah, it's on. Well, I mean, I'm glad you didn't hate it. No, I definitely did not hate it. I, de I would love to see these guys live. I'd really enjoy seeing the complexity performed live. Uh, I just, I you know, I didn't. Give me a little bit better heads up. I just didn't get this, and, and I guess I was, to your point of like, saying it was more doom than you thought. It, after the first three tracks, I was not expecting it to be. I was like, oh, this is going to be a little wild ride over here, and it was not. But as soon as Shitless Gary comes on, you're like, whoa, what's this? Yeah, hit pause. Man. Yeah. All right, well, I hope I didn't bust your bubble there, and I hope I didn't spend too much time being critical. No, it's okay. Yeah. Point being is. Very, very good album. Would not consider it a life changer. That's cool, buddy. Yeah. Hey, you didn't shit on it, so I'll take that. I wasn't sure what you are going to think, so I'll, I'll take that. All right. So here's what I would like to do for the next one. I was set, guaranteed, to have you pick one particular album. I would have you listen to the particular album. But I'm going to, and I think it's a safer play. I think there's a very, very real chance that you will not love the one I'm going to give you, but I'm going to take a risk only because it came sure. to my mind this morning. Makes it fun. Yeah, and, and it came to me almost like divinely. I, I woke up thinking about this album, and I haven't thought about it in probably six months, but God damn it, there, is a, there are a couple songs on here that maybe you will think are the best songs you've heard in the last 12 months. Like there's The highlights are right. so high. I don't know if you're going to like it, but let me set the really No, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm saying is you could entirely say this album at large is a waste, but the peaks oh, okay. are so high. Like, there's okay. just no way one song in particular and more likely two songs in particular, there is just no way you won't absolutely love those songs. But the album as a whole, you might go, dude, it was like filler city around those two. Okay, well, I'm serious. So I'm going to roll with Arcturus, the band, and the album Arcturian. So the band is A-R-C-T-U-R-U-S, and the album is A-R-C-T-U-R-I-A-N, Arcturian by Arcturus. Have you ever heard that album? Have you covered with a gesture on the front like this? No, I've heard of the band, but I've never heard of that. Well, it's 10 songs, 47 minutes. A lot of songs, a lot of tracks, but not altogether that long. But I just, I'm just hopeful that the peaks will carry you through the rest because, my God. All right. Well, hey, I'm, I'm down. So, okay. In keeping, I'll go down. Uh, in keeping with uh, the intent, at least partial intent of this podcast to get people who don't typically listen to metal to get into metal I'm going to recommend a classic banger that's not going to be a shock or anything like that but it has to be on the album or the podcast if we're going to do it if we're going to try to get people to like metal so I'm going to go with Blind Guardian and Night at the Opera from that 2002 never heard of it Banger City some of, yeah some of my absolute favorite metal there's a top 10 metal song I'll tell you what it is when we review it. Okay, um, cool. Ever. But, um, yeah, it's just a, just a great fucking album. I don't know when to listen to it. Maybe you have it in a while. And Long time. Long time. I have the physical CD. I can play it in my car. I have it too, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, okay, great. There you go. Yeah. So we'll 
Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it'll be it'll be a little while since I'm going to be sailing the high seas. I can't wait, but this is always cool. fun, and you're the man. And uh, when I get back, we'll do the next Arion for 01011001, and we'll do this album proper with you reviewing Arcturian by Arcturus, and I will review Night at the Opera by Flying Garden. You are the man. Anything else? All right, buddy. No, we're good. Do you have a chatbot for us? Oh, my God. You know what? It's been so long since I've done with these. Fill the air for me here, Phil. Fill the air. Come on, let me get a quote. Okay, uh, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm going to just quote randomly something from I Think You Should Leave. That when they hit the hit and run, um, when people are asking about what happened, he said, yeah, we called the police, but they said the people were just kind of like nothing. <laughs> That's my quote. All right. Well, Please then. watch that show. I'm a fucking mark sucker for that show. I am going to go with the Mitch Hedberg quote, this shirt is dry clean only, which means it's dirty. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, you're the man. Talk to you later, buddy. <laughs>